0: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
1: Our number two. Welcome to it here on a Monday on the morning after. A new week. Is here live on Sports Grid and Sirius XM, Channel 159, the home for Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM, all across the spiz Grizz Network as well. I am Ben Stevens. Thank you for joining us here as we go through some of the postseason action you have seen over your weekend. A ton of focus on Major League Baseball in that opening hour and the nba finals as well in hour number two we'll take an early look at those early lines for game number three between the celtics and the warriors back in beantown with a man that will be live inside td garden on wednesday night we'll look around the nfl as well as the summer months start to build up that urge for football back in our lives also starts to build A conversation about the young quarterbacks across the National Football League in just a couple of moments. But we begin right now with Puck Talk Monday with me, Ben, as we look back on the weekend that was in the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs. How fun have the Stanley Cup playoffs been? It has been an incredible time and an incredible game number three yesterday afternoon at Amalie Arena in tampa bay the lightning the two-time reigning stanley cup champs down 2 nothing, back on their home ice needing something to go right down 2 nothing in the series as well and they find it in game number three against the rangers tampa was down 2 nothing in that second period they score the final three goals of the game to take game number three from the rangers including scoring that final goal with 42 seconds left andre Palat, the game winner off an incredible dime from nikita kucherov who contributed on all three goals for the lightning tampa a minus 192 home ice favorite yesterday the second straight game where the total stays under five and a half with that three two final great goaltending on display at times throughout this series igor shesterkin on one side for new york andre vasilevsky on the other side for tampa we expected scoring to be at a premium we expected totals falling toward the under after eight combined goals in game number one at madison square garden last week two straight unders in this series between the blue shirts and the bolts so new york losing yesterday but still up to one in this series against the lightning and new york the rangers still a series favorite in that outright price in the eastern conference finals minus 140 with that 2-1 series lead. The Lightning booked as a dog at plus 120. But here's the very intriguing thing about these prices and where things stand right now. Tampa opened as a minus 170 home ice favorite for game number four tomorrow night. Now that line working even more in the Lightning's favor at minus 176. So a considerable home ice favorite to even this series at two games all. Yet when you look at the series prices, seven games is the shortest. So we expect this to go the distance between the bolts and the Blue Shirts. That's plus 118 in the total games market. And for Tampa to win in seven games in the correct score market is the most likely outcome at plus 310. What should that tell us right now as we look at the Eastern Conference Final Series price? Well, New York's the favorite at minus 140. But for Tampa to win in the most likely option in how many games this goes, that's the most likely option as well at plus 310 very intriguing how those series prices bleed into one another given what we can expect for game number four tomorrow night again the lightning winning game three a pretty big favorite in game number four welcome to our sports grid radio audience here the second hour of the morning after live on this monday on the spiz grizz and sirius xm channel 159 a welcome to all of our radio terrestrial affiliates as well I am Ben Stevens. So game number three goes the way of Tampa Bay, coming back not only from down 2-0 in the series, but 2-0 yesterday in the second period. And the game winner, Andre Pala off the assist from Nikita Kucherov. So that's where things stand out east. 2-1 series lead for New York. It's game number four tonight in Alberta. The Edmonton Oilers trying to stave off elimination, trying to avoid a sweep at the hands of of the Colorado Avalanche. The Avs, a favorite in game number four to win tonight as well and break out the brooms early in Edmonton. Minus 134 on that money line. The price for the Avs, a total at seven, with the under having a slight bit of juice at minus 128. So as you look at how things might go here for tonight, if Edmonton can win one, control home ice, at least force a game five trip back to Denver, here's where the value comes in at these critical moments in any postseason series but our focus of course on the western conference finals in the stanley cup postseason plus 225 for the Avs to win this series in five games if you think edmonton wins tonight it's not the largest line we have seen in favor of colorado it's only minus 134 if you think edmonton Can stave off elimination as a home ice dog tonight in four games, plus 225 for the Avs to go back in game number five, where they'll probably be a $2 favorite on that money line. That plus 225 price in the series correct score market is begging you to take it. In fact, I probably will take it. There's an opportunity it doesn't hit but you have that hedging money line opportunity with tons of plus money for the Avs in Game 5. And, oh, speaking of Colorado, even more of a substantial favorite right now to hoist Lord Stanley's Cup. Nearly $2 minus $195. Is that the series price we can expect for a Stanley Cup final? With Colorado in it, we'll dive into that question later on in Hour 2 with our sportsbook conciliary Dave Sherapin. But now we flip our focus to the futures in football NFL Talk up next back right here on the morning after on sports grid to start a new week live on a monday sirius xm channel 159 all across the sports grid network as well i am ben stevens we're into june now we're almost going to be in the dog days of summer as we go through the summer months the warm weather is a beautiful thing you want to be outside taking it all in but soon the fall approaches and the desire for football back in our lives only starts to ramp up. At least that's the case for me, both in the college ranks and in the NFL. Voluntary OTA is continuing to go on around the league. We'll get to mini camps pretty soon. And before you know it, the end of July in training camp with our full focus on football. Now, here's a very interesting discussion that I think is worth having here on the morning after. Last year, the Cincinnati Bengals won the AFC reaching the Super Bowl in year number two of their sensational quarterback the young star in Joe Burrow. a team that won four games the year prior prior in 2020 with Joe Burrow coming off an ACL injury made it to the Super Bowl. the Bengals entered the 2021 NFL season last year at 120 to1 1 to win the Super Bowl. the third worst odds in the entirety of the league only the Jets, And the Lions had longer odds to win the Super Bowl than that of Cincy. Year two of their quarterback, a complete transformation, a lot of upside and profitability. Because the Bengals entered last year as well, with a team win total in most spots right around six, six and a half, far exceeding those expectations i think you're getting good value on the Bengals once again at plus 210 to win their division in the afc north but that's a conversation for a different day today's conversation is about that second year bump quarterbacks entering their sophomore season in the national football league where there is a lot of growth expected so let's look at some of these young stars across the national football league And what the odds might say and what those expectations are for their second year in the league. Two years ago, Trevor Lawrence was the runaway favorite and the runaway pick to go number one overall to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Not a great season for T-Law last year, but how could you expect him to have any success when your head coach was Urban Meyer? And Urban was fired after 13 games, much longer than he deserved to be the head coach in Duval County, but rightfully so. And now there is a sense of optimism, at least in Jacksonville, as you pair the young quarterback in Trevor Lawrence with Doug Peterson, an offensive mastermind and a Super Bowl winning head coach. So as the odds stack up now for the Jags, entering year number two of Trevor Lawrence and the 2022 campaign, that team win total, should sound familiar. It's at 6.5, the same number Cincinnati had last year. Sure, the under has the juice. And no, by any means am I claiming that Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to win a very competitive AFC title and head to the Super Bowl. But just where the odds stack up at this point and relative expectation for success for trevor lawrence in year number two so that team went total six and a half but you can see the jags not expected to make the postseason plus 450 and the third longest odds or the second longest odds the third shortest number to win their division in the afc south at plus 700 but the afc south in comparison to the rest of the conference from a divisional standpoint not the hardest in that side of the league of course you have the afc west the afc north the afc east With the Buffalo Bills as the strongest favorites and then the AFC South is the Colts, the Titans, and maybe the Jags can make some noise within that division. So that is where the expectation sits for Trevor Lawrence entering his second year in the NFL and everything for the Jacksonville Jaguars. 17 interceptions for T-Law a season ago but again it was a very interesting rookie campaign for trevor lawrence and everything in jacksonville the jags then went and spent a ton of money this offseason in free agency mainly on that offensive side of the football christian kirk is now there the jags adding travis Etienne back his former running mate for trevor lawrence at clemson who missed all of last year with an injury there is optimism this year in my opinion For the Jags. And if you've been watching this show for any amount of time dating back to last summer, you know that I was fade Urban Meyer at all costs. This year, I'm kind of high on Jacksonville, and I might look at that over of the team win total at six and a half. That's minus 105 right now on the FanDuel Sportsbook. So Trevor Lawrence was the first overall selection in the NFL Draft in 2021. Right behind him at number two, another quarterback entering his second year in the National Football League. Another quarterback where expectation should be a little bit higher this year. The team win total for the Jets is only five and a half, but you can see the odds in the AFC East not exactly stacking up for Zach Wilson and the New York Jets. The longest odds out of the four in this division right now on the FanDuel Sportsbook. And again, the Bills in the AFC, that side of things, the Bills the favorites to win the conference overall and the best odds to win any division within the AFC at minus 180. That's why the Jets are 20-1. to Another second-year quarterback, Mac Jones, for New England, tied for the second-best odds. The Pats, a playoff team a season ago, 4-1 alongside the Miami Dolphins, who their third-year quarterback, Tua tunga has some optimism this year or at least needs to prove it a little bit with all the offensive pieces now in place in South Beach. Mike McDaniel, the new head coach. Tyreek Hill is there. Jalen Waddell is there. Where's Tua's arm strength in that left arm? As he'll tell you, with having those speedy wideouts on the outside, it's good. It's ready to go. But again, the Dolphins and the Pats, both in plus money right now to reach the postseason, all about setting that expectation right now for the young quarterback's in the afc as we continue to dive through quarterbacks entering their second year let's flip it over to the other conference in the nfc now trevor lawrence played every game last year for jacksonville zach wilson there for most of the year under center for new york it wasn't the same for trey lance in san francisco a couple of starts some action filling in for the injured jimmy garoppolo but now all indications it's trey lance's show in the bay for san francisco entering his second year and the odds would tell you there's a lot expected out of san francisco tons of talent on that roster both offensively and certainly on the defensive side of the football but some questions in my opinion on the niners a team win total at nine and a half the over heavy juice at minus 145 the odds again indicating just based on those numbers that san francisco should win double digit games in 2022 Minus $2.25 to reach the postseason. Of course, San Francisco with Jimmy Garoppolo as their starting quarterback. Members of the NFC Championship game a season ago before ultimately falling to the LA Rams. And San Fran, the second best price to win their division in the NFC West at plus 190. But small bits of movement there as well. The Rams now a plus 130 favorite. Plus 140 last week for LA. The reigning Super Bowl champs. We told you last week on the morning after, tons of value on the Rams who got better this offseason despite losing Von Miller, in my opinion, because you add Bobby Wagner to the defensive side of the football. You bring in Allen Robinson, LA making all the right moves and also some movement against the Cardinals price now plus 320 for Arizona within that nfc west so the second year of trey lance who went number three overall again if you've been following the show at any point over the last year especially last football season you know that i don't think zach wilson should have gone number two overall i certainly don't think the niners should have traded up to pick trey lance at number three if any of those moves were going to happen early on for a quarterback in the 2021 nfl draft class it should have been for justin fields out of ohio state And now here's the very interesting thing when you look at the NFC North and looking at those divisional odds. The Packers, a big favorite, and rightfully so, at minus 170. They've won this division three of the last four years. Minnesota in year number one with Kevin O'Connell as their new head coach. But look at the bottom two teams in this division. The Fighting Dan Campbells, the Detroit Lions moving in front of the Chicago Bears. Now the third best price at plus 850. The longest odds out of the four in this division for Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears in his second year in the NFL. By the way, the Lions, 11-6 against the number last year. The third best regular season ATS mark in the National Football League. And just a team win total of six and a half. Keep an eye on Detroit. We look at the NBA Finals, game number three with a man who will be in attendance up next. back right here on the morning after on sports grid on a monday live all across the grid and all across the spiz grizz network as well i am ben stevens now listen we have some time off from the nba finals after golden state last night in the bay evens this series at one game apiece golden state winning last night 107 88 by 19 points easily covering as a four-point home favorite wednesday night is game day as we return to action in the nba finals game three now as we go to beantown boston inside td garden with currently the celtics a three and a half point favorite i won't be there on wednesday night but our producer here on the morning after john shames certainly will inside td garden alongside his lovely mother a mother-son trip for an nba finals game number three in boston john how excited are you for game number three between the C's and the doves
2: i think the smile tells it all ben i'm beaming beaming all across my yeah. face right now because yes as you said of course this will be my first nba finals game that i am attending my first nba playoff game and ben for this Ooh. person who has been a celtics fan since he was a young lad this will be my first time in attendance For a Celtics game in the TD Garden, to be doing it with my amazing mother, who she and I have gotten very close, bonding over the Celtics this season. Of course, it is going to be a fantastic time. I'm very much looking forward to it, more so than really anything else I can remember for a long time, Ben. I'm jazzed up.
1: The streets of New
2: York also jazzed up,
1: as we can hear right now. Maybe a police escort for John Shames as he wakes his (laughs) way to Boston on Wednesday evening. Yeah. So before we dive yeah. into the line for game 3, Shamesy guy, let's go back to last night. You say the smile says it all for your excitement. For game number 3, what was your facial expression last night watching game number 2? So in the
2: first half I was actually smiling because I thought the Celtics came out looking very impressive and maintaining a lot of what they did that allowed them to escape with that game 1 victory. But of course, you knew that the Warriors it felt like at some point they were really they're on the verge of just blowing the game up completely and that's exactly what we saw in the first half all those layups not going down for Golden State a lot of bad turnovers some really you know some some self-inflicted wounds there really um, keeping the Celtics in the game but of course you know that you can only survive so long in that matter against the Warriors and when Steph got it going in the second half of course you mentioned before Draymond was was playing with a different energy and it was a disappointing result Ben, but not one I did not expect. I was on betting above the rim yesterday and both days right. this weekend and both days I firm my I maintained my firm stance that I felt the Warriors would be able to take game 2 and that is exactly what they did.
1: Yeah, it didn't really surprise anybody to see the Warriors even this series on their own home floor. That 4-point favored line shames as we saw After game one on Thursday night. When it opened at three and a half. Worked all the way to the doves at four and a half. And then centered around that number of four. That has become very familiar so far. In this NBA finals. An expectation Golden State would have that rally spot. Draymond Green brought that intensity last night. Steph Curry leading all scores with 29 points. And the Golden State Warriors beating the Celtics in the third quarter. 35 to 14. Another Warriors blitz to open up a second half. So now let's get in the game number three, Shames, because we mentioned that very similar three and a half, four point line that the Warriors had as a favorite in both games one and game two. Now, Shames, you are the host, it seems at times, of betting above the rim, filling in there wonderfully throughout most of this NBA playoffs. I put your acumen to the test on Friday's show when you were here, previewing the weekend on BATR. And I asked you quickly, hey, you'll be in Boston for game three. What do you expect that line to be even before we get to game number two on Sunday? And you said three, three and a half points in favor of the Boston Celtics. Well, Shamesy guy, look at that. You stared into your crystal ball wonderfully because it's a three and a half point spread in favor of the Celtics. Not necessarily surprising, but an expectation. Boston should at least win outright on their own home floor, although the spread is relatively short.
2: Yeah, well, we know, Ben, as you mentioned earlier, that in this series and really in the NBA playoffs in general, the spread has not meant much, right? It's very rare that we're seeing a dog cover and not get the win outright. So to me, this line makes a ton of sense. Of course, this is what I guess there on Friday. And I think one of the reasons why and what we're going to see now for the rest of the series is that the previous game result might not make quite as big of a difference on the the line for the following game, uh, maybe as some of these earlier on series, right? I think... You know, very sharp work by the books here. They've, they've uh, a small, uh, you know, just one, one game to be booking for them right now. So all eyes over there. And I think we're seeing two very evenly matched teams. And, you know, the home court advantage probably worth about three or four points. And that's probably yeah. what we can expect each line of this series, I think, to be booked by, um, it, it, you know, provided uh, the Celtics are able to hang around with the Warriors here in game in game three. Because I do think that if the Warriors come out hot, I think we could see not only the Game 4 line maybe shift potentially in favor of Golden State, but also the series price move considerably in that sense as well then.
1: James, you know this team very well. You follow the Boston Celtics all year long and for the past many seasons being a Celtics fan. You know what Ime Odoka wants to do with his roster. What adjustment would you like to see out of Boston entering Game 3 on Wednesday?
2: I think the main thing that we really need to see from the Celtics is to cut down on the turnovers and to really crash the glass on both ends of the court, specifically crashing the defensive glass. Of course, we know Robert Williams in this series not looking like as much of a factor as he has, of course, in the regular season, and maybe not as much even in the playoff series. He was healthy for here, not looking very good, and that does hurt the Celtics on the glass. They need Al Horford to really be stepping up and getting double-digit rebounds on a given night he finished with eight last night and you know of course he's capable of getting you 12 or 13 and really doing whatever the Celtics need of him so that's the role I think Al Horford needs to fill in for the other Celtics big men right now Daniel Tyson Robert Williams neither of which are playing particularly well Al Horford needs to be big he needs to step up on the glass and then on the other end of the court it's going to be Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum taking care of the ball in the half court Tatum had some of the most ridiculous turnovers I had ever seen from him in the first half yesterday after such an impressive game from a distribution standpoint in game one it was honestly very surprising for me Ben to see him really not taking care of the ball and completely telegraphing what he was going to do in that first half so if if the Celtics are able to clean up their rebounding or clean up on the glass and take care of those turnovers in the half court that's going to give them the best shot to take game three against Golden State.
1: 13 assists for jason tatum in the opening game of the nba finals despite only scoring 12 points and being just three of 17 from the field started to shoot it a lot better last night but four turnovers and only three dimes those four turnovers part of the 18 boston had as a team overall in game two resulting in 33 points for the dubs on the other side a huge distinction in that margin. James, it's very interesting as we stare at the odds often here. You, myself, everybody on TMA and across the grid following this movement in the market each and every day. Now, it's tied at one game apiece. The Warriors jump back to a slight series favorite at minus 115. But as we just Mm -hmm. showed, it's the Celtics as a three and a half point favorite in game number three. That's where I think this line is very interesting to book the Warriors even as a favorite for right now. If you expect Boston to win Game 3, because that line is just going to move like crazy very, very quickly come potentially Wednesday night or early on Thursday morning.
2: Yeah, I don't really know what to make of that right now, Ben, to be honest with you. I think it's very rare that we're seeing, of course, in the NBA Finals, uh, you know, NBA Finals, of course, at the top of that list, it's wild to see two teams in minus money prices on the series price. So definitely, I think. As Dave Sharapan would say, nobody knows squadoosh right now, Ben, about how this series is going to go. And I actually maybe anticipated you know, the, the Celtics after getting absolutely walloped last night. We saw so much movement in that series price after game one that I thought maybe we would see the Celtics in some short plus money today. Surprised to see yeah. both of them booked in the minus money category right now. And, of course, the Warriors at minus 115, a slight favorite. It does make sense just given that we know that the series price moves
1: after the game uh, result there. Right. I know, we know it moves and I think that's a good point, right? And it's almost like an expectation they have to move the market based yeah. on an individual result but our consig, the sportsbook conciliary Dave Sherapan, who will join us in just a couple of moments, told us that on Friday Shames, if you remember, minus 170 the time for Boston and plus 140 For golden state it wouldn't move all that much even if the dubs won game number two so it'll be interesting to get his thoughts on where that series price stands right now but john shames looks at minus 105 and minus 115 and a bunch of minus money prices and says nah john shames placed his first bet in a while on the nba finals shamesy what was it and why do you think the series will go that way so I'm happy you brought this up. And
2: Dave Sharapan and I actually did talk about this on Saturday. I forgot to place the bet on Saturday morning when I talked about it. So was very disappointed today to see $7 of movement, the value going down a little bit for me wow. here. But a sign that this is looking very likely. So what I think is going to happen for this exact series, correct win order, Ben, as it is one of the markets on the FanDuel Sportsbook, we saw the Celtics, of course, take game one. Golden State takes Game 2. I believe in the zigzag theory. Game 3 is going to go to Boston. Coming out, I hope it goes to Boston because I will be in attendance. Game 4, of course, that's going to be the Golden State Warriors playing with some urgency on the road. And then those two games back-to-back, 5 and 6, I think that is the Celtics' time to shine. They come out and win Game Number 5 in Golden State. And then back in Boston, after that Miami series, we know that they – You know, they don't want to have to go on the road again for another Game 7. I believe that's when the third gear kicks in for the Celtics, and they take care of Golden State in 6 at home. Ben, if you bet that right now, it's plus 1,500. It was plus 2,200 Mm. the other day when I spoke with Dave Sharapan, but still a 15-to-1 ticket, not some bad value. And as you said, my first bet I've placed in a long time, I'm feeling confident about this one.
1: Some are saying that John Shames might be the premier voice for basketball on this network with Kevin Wallace taking off for a couple of days for the first <laughs> two games of the NBA Finals. To think we have him here and on Betting Above the Rim. How lucky are we? Shamesy Guy, thank you so much. That advice from our Sportsbook Conciliary. Next. right back here on the morning after on sports grid and Sirius xm channel 159 i am ben stevens we told you moments ago we would soon have the advice of our consig the sportsbook conciliary dave Sherapan. so here he is and if you don't know the golden state warriors even up the nba finals last night at one game apiece taking game number two by 19 points so if you didn't know just look at dave's attire this morning the golden state warriors shirt and a hat, I believe, Sherapan. You're looking really bright and colorful and youthful here on a Monday <laughs> morning on the morning after. Hey,
3: you got to do it. You have to You have to just roll with it. You have to yep. just um, enjoy, you know, when, when the favorites win, the people win. Sometimes mm. you got to be with the people in the book. It's all good. Now there's not another yeah. game until Wednesday, though, Ben. I know. Like, what's this NBA doing? We're, what are we going to talk about between now
1: and Wednesday for one game? There's a couple of things. Maybe in the NBA finals, we can look at a series price. We'll do that in just a moment. But you know we Big got 10 hockey. football, maybe? You know we got major. <laughs> you want to talk about one of my favorite team win totals for your alma mater, eight and a half plus money to the over for Penn State? You know I can get into that anytime, Sharon Pan. My question for you is this, though. How big is your closet? With all the sports gear that you have and maybe some other regular clothes, do you take up most of the space in your house there in Vegas? Um, No, not exactly. Uh, But
3: the organization has to be done. I'm on a strict time clock, Ben. There's a graduation party in three weeks for Middle Consig. And I've been told that if my business isn't in order by then, I might be living in a book, literally living in a book. So um, I'm in big trouble.
1: Listen, we got some space here at the Sports Grid Studios in Midtown Manhattan. If you want to come pop it here for a couple days, you just let us know. We're always open for business here, So let's look back. At game number two last night in San Francisco, the Golden State Warriors blitzing the Celtics in that third quarter to take advantage and take a lead that they never surrendered. 35-14 in the third, 107-88 overall a 19 point win covering as a four point home favorite dave we've seen this happen now throughout most of these final rounds in the nba postseason the warriors have played eight straight games where the team that won the basketball game also covered the number the celtics even more than that 12 straight games where the team that was victorious was the team that covered when you're setting those lines and you're seeing where the handle is adding up based on the point spread what does that tell you about the action in the association at this moment?
3: Uh, right now, just pick the winner, right? You know, the, the, don't mm-hmm. just pick the winner. If you think that the dog is going to win, you have to play the money line. If you think mm-hmm. the favorite's going to win, don't hesitate on these point spreads. There's, it's hard. They're still trying to figure it out. And then, you know, you have a nice tight game at halftime, right? It's fifty-two to fifty. Okay, good. Maybe we got a shot of the dog covering, but the favorite winning. Uh, Then the third quarter happens. And you don't have anything to worry about if you have a golden state. So, yeah, just pick the winner. Uh, Don't get caught up. Don't overthink stuff like right now. Sometimes, what is there going to be? Maybe one game at this point where the dog's going to cover? It's it's just the total, Ben. The total is where you got to look. As far as you got to mm-hmm. think of the numbers, the bookmakers, the odds makers, everybody, they're getting a little closer now, right? We started with 211, yeah. 210 and a half, goes to 215 in game one, flies over. Now you yep. started 215, hovers around there, maybe a little movement under, way under. Now we'll yep. go to Boston. Everything will change again. <laughs> It'll all be yep. a different game, right? So I don't know. You think that Penn State numbers
1: is is low? Eight and a half? Do you think (laughs) so? I do. I really do. And we'll get into that another time because we're focused right now. NBA Finals. Plenty of summer months to dive in (laughs) to college football and our favorite team win totals for next year in CFB. But, Dave... Maybe we're not seeing all that much movement on the point spreads. That's remained rather consistent. The Warriors around a four-point favorite in both of the opening two games. The Celtics now a a three-and-a-half-point favorite in Game 3. But where we see the movement, as we often discuss, is in those series prices. You were here on Friday when the Celtics were minus 170 to win the NBA championship outright at that point. The Warriors plus 140. We were discussing what it would look like if the Warriors, who were a four-point favorite and they did win in cover, would be following game number two. Now it's the Dubs as a slight series favorite at minus 115, but only 10 cents of difference to the Celtics' price at minus 105. Both teams in minus money, Dave. What do you make of how this market has moved entering game number three? I'm a little surprised uh, that the Warriors are favored. in in that
3: this screams to me that they think somebody thinks that there's going to be a split in Boston now in games three and four because uh, with home court still, I think Boston would be a slight favorite. Like just reverse this minus 115, Mm -hmm. maybe minus 120 and get some more Warriors money at this point with Boston being favored in Game 3, they're not even favored for the series. There's certain things in the book you can't explain. There's just some yeah. things where you go, okay, why is this? And and we, as on the other side of the counter, we, we don't always know. But inside the book, sometimes, you're like, this doesn't even make any sense. And these would be good arguments we would have in the in the risk room. That's how close the series is, too, uh, yeah. you know, Ben. There's not... There's not a definitive favorite all the time. And I think we'll see those big fluctuations that we talked about when I do appear on here. You didn't call me on Friday, otherwise, you know I would have been here to talk to you about this then. But you were here like on the, Friday. I was what do you, mean?
1: You, you were here I, on Friday. Yeah. I was we here. You moved on around Friday. the schedule last week because it was following the long holiday weekend last weekend right. in Memorial Day. You're right. All right. Come on. It was it's a long weekend. It's okay. nice that you make an impact on me, but I hardly make an impact on you, apparently. I knew I was here on Friday.
3: I thought you said I wasn't. I apologize. No, I said you were.
1: Yeah, no. You got me right. all you just want me fired my up Big 10. about this Penn State. You want number. me for my Big I'm, Ten? I'm, I'm a little bit team. off. I know. I know. I know. I listen. I hear you. I hear you. But that was going to be my question, Dave. Is why do we have the Celtics as a three and a half point favorite for Game Three, yet a slight underdog? But I think you explained it well. Sometimes there's not the strongest explanation, and it's not like the price is all that different. It's not like Boston's plus 125 and the dubs are minus 150 to win the series outright. You can see how short that number is in comparison to one another, which should say something about where this series is expected to go. So that will be my next, next question then, Dave. How long do you think this series goes? The shortest outcome is six games at plus 135, but seven on the FanDuel Sportsbook is plus 140. How does our Sportsbook Conciliary break that down?
3: At least six. Um, I still, I, I said before the series, I thought it was a six or seven game series. Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed for me. There's not, I think one of the teams winning three games in a row is. Not impossible, because nothing is impossible. Mm -hmm. But right now, I don't see that happening. So whoever wins back-to-back games is probably going to win this series. Um, But it might ping-pong back and forth. I'm not saying zigzag the whole way. But I think it's a testament to the coaches, the adjustments. But you see, too... With the officials. It's called differently. And mm. I mean I don't I don't know what Draymond was doing yesterday. He was just running guys over. He's just running yeah. guys over. He was allowed to do that yesterday. Yep. When they go to Boston, they're gonna be allowed to do that? I don't know. But we'll see during the game. The volatility is not only from game to game, and we have now a couple days in between to talk about it. It's within the game. You can see yeah. it now as far as wagering. In-game wagering is really a viable tool to use during these NBA finals
1: yeah what that halftime line probably looked like yesterday for Golden State to come out and blitz the third as they have done often throughout this postseason there's your profitability from a live perspective I think Dave brings up a really good point here there's an expectation the Warriors at least win one on the road over the course of the next two games Golden State needs to win a road game if they are going to be an NBA champion. Keep an eye on that and how the series prices move. Noted Michigan State football alum, by the way, Draymond Green also played his basketball in East Lansing, but did play for the Spartans during a spring game on the gridiron (laughs) as well. So Dave, we have a couple of days off now from the NBA Finals, but the Stanley Cup postseason rolls on. The Tampa Bay Lightning down 2-0 in their series (gasps) against the Blue Shirts, down 2-0 in the game yesterday come back to take game number three. But here's the question, Consig. It's the Rangers as a minus 140 series favorite in the Eastern Conference Finals, but it's the Bolts at minus 176 for game number four. How do you pair up where those things stand right now in the Eastern Conference Finals? So you can't make
3: the Lightning a favorite without home ice, and the way they played, although I thought game two was very close. Game one was, you know, the throwaway game, the rust game. Um, it tells me that they don't want to go back to the lightning being favored in the series without this game four. You gotta have game four. Then yeah. it's gonna go back to the original price, right? Which was the lightning short favorite. So that's where it's headed. Now, if the Rangers win, they're up three games to one. We've seen them win three games in a row back in round one against the Penguins. It can happen again. But you have to put the series price at this number right now just in case they do because it's going to almost double. They're going to be a very big favorite, close to $3 favorite, if they win this game four coming up. It's a good hockey game yesterday. That was headed for overtime. If you had, will the game go to overtime? Plus three eighty, to get a yeah. crusher goal like that from Palat late uh, under a minute to go. Uh, Shosturkin was unbelievable. Think- you making all those saves. Tampa looked like they woke up a little bit. I think everybody that you know has those Ranger tickets, maybe put it on pause. All that parade about getting to the finals again there in New York, yeah. just just slow it down. You better come back with an effort in Game 4 because we're in for a long series
1: here, too. And you saw those alternate series prices if you believe it's either Tampa yeah. storming back or maybe the Rangers taking care of business, as they have done throughout this postseason. Quickly here, Sharapan, only a minute left. Game number yep. four tonight in Edmonton. The Avs a chance for the sweep. Will Colorado pull it off?
3: I think so. I do, and I, and I never like to bet the sweeps, but this short price here... Uh, good luck, Oilers. Kane suspended. Um, yep. Man, you took you took their best shot. You, you really looked like you were going to win game three, and it gets away from you. The hit against Codry was, was not only impactful for this series. I think this impacts them going forward. I still think the Eastern Conference winner is going to win the Stanley Cup odds right now. Those prices there to win the Stanley Cup odds, yeah. Look at those prices. Some plus $4 may be worth a shot
1: on either one, Ben. It'll be wild to see whoever wins the East, and when they play the Avs most likely in the Stanley Cup Final, what that series price looks like. A $2 favorite? I'm not so sure. Dave Sherapan, our sportsbook conciliary, as and always. Steve. Thank you. We round the show out We close out our two hours together here on a Monday live on Sports Grid and the morning after. I'm Ben Stevens. Thank you for joining us to start off your new week, Sirius XM, Channel 159, the home for Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM and all across the Sports Grid Network. We finish out today's show on a Monday where we still have a couple of days until game number three of the NBA Finals. We have game number four tonight in edmonton between the oilers and the avalanche and here is my advice to you as well as you grow across the sports landscape today the college baseball tournament that we have right now the ending of regionals it is going to be electric and the women's college world series in softball has been great as well maybe that's some of your viewing on this monday or you pay attention to major league baseball and my best bet so as we say farewell and as we say goodbye it's time for an mlb best bet It's time for Bye, Bye, Bye. The Arizona Diamondbacks and the Cincinnati Reds today at the Great American Small Park in Cincy with a total at nine and a half. We are going to take the over of that total. Now, Cincinnati at home this year, the second highest over percentage in all of the bigs. 68% of their games, 17 of 25 overall at home have hit and over. It's the sixth highest over percentage in all of Major League Baseball all year long for the Reds at nearly 56%. Now, the D backs have the fourth highest under percentage overall this year, 57% of their games, but on the road where Arizona will be today, the fifth highest over percentage at 60% of their away games. One final piece of this cap Hunter Green is starting today for Cincinnati hunter green is two and seven this year with a 619 era that goes up to 659 at home in the great american ballpark in cincinnati over nine and a half runs between the d-backs and the reds to start off your week the morning after each and every weekday live right here on sports grid 9 a.m eastern time is the start i'm ben stevens and we'll talk tomorrow enjoy the college baseball i promise it's gonna be good